0: Have you ever found yourself bored out of your mind, aimlessly scrolling through your phone, even though we live in a world brimming with excitement and opportunities? Isn't it strange how we can be so easily bored in a time when we have more options than ever before? I mean, seriously, you could learn a new language, pick up a new hobby, or binge watch a TV show about a talking raccoon who solves mysteries. The possibilities are endless. But what if I told you that boredom might be trying to teach us something about ourselves? Yeah, that's right. Our good old friend Schopenhauer has got some insights that might help us make sense of this seemingly pointless feeling. Now, let's take a little journey into Schopenhauer's world, where boredom isn't just a random feeling, it's a symptom of a much deeper issue. Schopenhauer believed that boredom arises when our desires are momentarily satisfied, leaving us with an empty feeling. It's like eating an entire pizza by yourself and then wondering why you're suddenly craving ice cream. Our desires are never truly satisfied, are they? But wait a minute, isn't that kind of a pessimistic way to look at things? Well, you could say that, but Schopenhauer didn't just leave us with a bleak outlook on life. He also suggested that we can overcome boredom and find meaning by engaging with art, philosophy, and introspection. You know... Those activities that make you feel like you're doing something more substantial than just scrolling through social media? So, next time you're feeling bored, why not give Schopenhauer's advice a try? Maybe pick up a paintbrush, lose yourself in a thought-provoking book, or spend some time reflecting on your inner world. Who knows? You might just find that boredom is a doorway to self-discovery. And that Schopenhauer's ideas can help us navigate the complexities of our desires in this fast paced, ever changing world. After all, wouldn't it be fascinating if our most mundane moments could hold the key to unlocking a deeper understanding of ourselves? So, let's take a step back and see where Schopenhauer's fascination with boredom all began. Picture a young Arthur Schopenhauer, growing up in a world vastly different from ours. No smartphones, no Netflix no talking raccoons solving mysteries, how on earth did they keep themselves entertained? Well, Schopenhauer was deeply influenced by Eastern philosophy, which might have helped him find some solace in those pre-internet days. He was quite the fan of thinkers like Buddha and the ancient Hindu texts, which led him to develop a unique worldview that mixed Western and Eastern ideas. How cool is that? A 19th century philosopher, bridging the gap between East and West, Now, you might be wondering, how does this all connect to boredom? Well, Schopenhauer's exposure to Eastern philosophy had a significant impact on his understanding of human nature and our relationship with boredom. In a way, you could say that the seeds of his ideas on boredom were planted by the Eastern thinkers he admired. But here's where things get interesting. Schopenhauer didn't just adopt Eastern ideas wholesale. Instead, he took these ideas and transformed them into something completely his own. It's like he made a philosophical smoothie, blending together Western rationality and Eastern spirituality to create a unique and thought-provoking concoction. And you know what's even more fascinating? Schopenhauer's ideas on boredom might seem like they're rooted in pessimism, but there's a hint of optimism hiding in there as well. Sure, he believed that boredom was an inescapable part of human experience but he also thought that it could lead us to a greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us. So, the next time you're feeling bored, just remember that Schopenhauer was onto something when he said that boredom could teach us something profound about ourselves. Who knows, maybe your own philosophical journey is just one boring moment away. Now, if you're anything like me, you're probably thinking, alright, but where does this whole boredom thing really come into play in Schopenhauer's philosophy? Well, buckle up, because we're about to dive into his magnum opus. The world as will and representation. Sounds like a real page-turner, right? In this hefty philosophical tome, Schopenhauer put boredom front and center. He believed that boredom was deeply intertwined with the very nature of our existence. He thought that our lives are driven by this constant underlying force called the will, which pushes us to satisfy our desires. And guess what happens when we momentarily satisfy those desires? That's right, we get bored. Now, you might be thinking, hold on a minute. If we're always chasing after our desires, why do we end up feeling bored so often? Well, according to Schopenhauer, it's because our desires are insatiable. It's like playing a never-ending game of whack-a-mole. As soon as you satisfy one desire, another one pops up to take its place. But here's the real kicker. Schopenhauer believed that boredom was a blessing in disguise. I know, it sounds a bit counterintuitive, doesn't it? But bear with me. Schopenhauer argued that boredom serves as a sort of alarm system, alerting us to the fact that our desires can never truly be satisfied. In other words, boredom is a wake-up call, reminding us that the pursuit of our desires is ultimately futile. Now let's dive a little deeper into this idea of boredom as a manifestation of the human will. You know that feeling when you've been craving pizza all day, and then you finally get a slice, only to find yourself wanting something else almost immediately? Well, Schopenhauer would say that's the human will at work, pushing you into an ongoing cycle of desire, fulfillment, and you guessed it, boredom. It's like being on a merry-go-round that never stops and Schopenhauer believed that this constant cycle is the root of human suffering. But don't worry, it's not all doom and gloom. Schopenhauer argued that by recognizing this cycle, we can begin to break free from the relentless pursuit of our desires and find a sense of inner peace. Picture this, you're at a party, and everyone around you is dancing and having a great time. But instead of joining in, you're just standing there, bored out of your mind. Have you ever wondered why that is? Schopenhauer would say it's because boredom is the flip side of desire. It's what happens when we're momentarily free from the will's constant push to satisfy our cravings. But here's where it gets really interesting. Schopenhauer believed that this boredom-induced suffering is actually a sign that we're on the right track. It's like a cosmic hint, nudging us to look beyond our superficial desires and search for something deeper and more meaningful. Let's take a closer look at the nature of boredom, as Schopenhauer saw it. Picture yourself on a lazy Sunday afternoon, with nothing to do and no particular goals or desires to chase. Sounds relaxing, right? But before long, that feeling of relaxation might give way to a sense of unease, and you find yourself itching for something to do, anything really, to fill the void. Schopenhauer would argue that boredom arises when our desires temporarily go on vacation leaving us without a sense of purpose. But here's the twist. When we finally do find something to satisfy our desires, it's often not long before we're back where we started, craving something new and feeling bored once again. It's like trying to quench your thirst with seawater. The more you drink, the thirstier you become. This paradox of fulfillment and dissatisfaction was a central theme in Schopenhauer's philosophy of boredom. I mean, think about it. Have you ever found yourself binge-watching a TV series, only to feel a strange emptiness when it's over? Or maybe you've been on a shopping spree, only to realize that the thrill of your new purchases wears off all too quickly? Schopenhauer would say that these experiences highlight the fickle nature of human desire and the inevitable dissatisfaction that follows in its wake. So, what's the takeaway here? Should we just resign ourselves to a life of perpetual boredom and dissatisfaction? Not necessarily. Schopenhauer believed that by examining these feelings of boredom, we can gain valuable insights into the true nature of our desires and the deeper meaning of life. As you ponder Schopenhauer's ideas, consider how boredom might be an invitation to look beyond the surface of our everyday lives, to question the pursuit of fleeting desires, and to seek out deeper connections and purpose. After all, Who knows what hidden treasures we might discover when we embrace the boredom that bubbles beneath the surface. Imagine, for a moment, that you're a hamster running in a wheel. You keep pushing forward, faster and faster, but you never seem to get anywhere. Isn't that a bit like the human experience? Schopenhauer would argue that we're all a bit like that hamster, constantly chasing after satisfaction but never quite reaching it. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself lying in bed, unable to sleep, your mind racing with thoughts of all the things you want to achieve and the happiness that awaits once you reach your goals? But then, as soon as you achieve one goal, another takes its place, and the cycle continues. Schopenhauer believed that this restless pursuit of satisfaction is driven by the human will, that insatiable force within us that keeps us striving, searching, and yearning for more. Now, let's bring boredom back into the picture. What if boredom is actually a gift, a brief moment of respite from the relentless cycle of desire and striving? It's like a quiet whisper, reminding us of the futility of our desires and nudging us to look beyond the endless rat race. Could it be that, in those moments of boredom, we have a chance to step back and reevaluate our priorities, to question the nature of our desires and to search for deeper meaning in life? Consider this analogy the pursuit of satisfaction is like climbing a mountain only to realize that there's another, even taller peak just beyond it. But in those moments of boredom, we have an opportunity to pause, catch our breath, and take in the view from where we stand. We might even discover a hidden path that leads to a more fulfilling destination. Picture yourself standing in front of a mesmerizing piece of art. You're captivated by its beauty, and for a moment, time seems to stand still. In that instant... You're not worrying about your next deadline or planning your grocery list. You're simply existing in the present, appreciating the power of aesthetic contemplation. This, my friends, is where Schopenhauer saw a glimmer of hope. Schopenhauer believed that we could escape the cycle of desire and boredom by turning our attention to art, philosophy, and introspection. Through these pursuits, we can momentarily rise above our mundane existence and tap into something greater than ourselves. But how exactly does this work think of art as a doorway that allows us to step outside the limitations of our desires by engaging with the beauty and the truth in art we're reminded that there is more to life than simply fulfilling our wants and needs we can also find solace in philosophy which challenges us to think deeply about the nature of existence and the human experience by contemplating life's big questions We can gain a broader perspective on our own struggles and desires. Last but not least, there's introspection, that quiet, reflective space where we can turn our gaze inward and examine our own thoughts, feelings, and motivations. Through self awareness, we can recognize the patterns that drive our desires and identify the sources of our boredom. In doing so, we may discover new ways to live more fulfilling and meaningful lives. To put it in simpler terms, Imagine that you're sailing through life on a boat that's being tossed about by the waves of desire and boredom. Art, philosophy, and introspection are like anchors that help you steady the boat, allowing you to pause, reflect, and gain a clearer sense of direction. So, we've established that boredom is a natural part of life, right? It's like the unexpected rain shower that ruins your outdoor picnic plans. But instead of running for cover, What if we decided to dance in the rain and embrace boredom as an opportunity for self-discovery? Now I know what you might be thinking. How can something as dull as boredom lead to anything worthwhile? Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever noticed that your most profound thoughts often emerge during those quiet moments when you're alone with your own mind? Those moments when you're not distracted by the latest Netflix show or frantically scrolling through social media. Schopenhauer believed that boredom could serve as a catalyst for personal growth. When we're bored, we're essentially forced to confront the fact that our desires can never be fully satisfied. And in this realization, we have a unique opportunity to turn inward and examine our own thoughts, feelings, and motivations. Overall, Schopenhauer's view might be controversial, but perhaps we should be thanking him for pointing out that boredom can be a gift a gift that allows us to embark on a journey of introspection and growth, ultimately helping us navigate the complexities of the human condition. Enough talking about boredom today. I hope you found this episode insightful and helpful. Thank you for joining me today. Up until next time, take care and see you soon.